Hello to all you doinks out there and welcome back to another episode of the Doink and Doink Connection. This is going to be a very short and sweet, sweet. episode um, because this is just going to be our recap of our live um, experience. experience at WWE Backlash. I'm in his head. Um, <laughs> myself, Meredith, David, and the doinks went to Backlash last night. Unfortunately, well, we have to shout out somebody. JJ was there JJ too. JJ was, was there, there as well, yep. uh, as well as our buddy Adam. Adam, he was there. Um, a couple of my old work buddies, Matt was there as well. So, quite the crew. Yeah, um, qu- quite a uh, a showing for the doinks. Definitely. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna try and go through this real quick. We're not gonna break down match by match, but the show bookended perfectly. It did. Um, I posed four questions to my kids. Um, when we were driving home, so I'm gonna pose the same four questions to you, Josh, and you, Meredith. So I want you to give me match of the night, performer of the night, surprise of the night, or spot of the night, and low moment of the night. So after we kind of go through all the matches, you know, that's what so, we can finish with. Show opened with Cody versus Seth two. Perfect opening. Perfect opening. Let him go at least, it was like 20, 25 minutes, something like that. I think that. it was at least 30. I think with mm, intros. With intros and everything, and exits, it was probably, probably yeah, right around the half, Yeah, right around, no, right around the half hour mark because they opened up. The show opened right at 8 o'clock. Yeah. The entrances started about 8.05 because they had to do the whole video package, yep. the pyro and everything. The intro started around 8.05. And the yeah, match so, probably finished around 8.35 yeah, or so. With, with all the exits and yeah. stuff, yeah. <clears throat> but no, absolutely incredible match. Um, the finish, I know we're jumping right from the beginning of the match to the finish of the match. We got numerous crossroads. Oh, we got pedigree. We got a pedigree. Um, we got... We didn't get a stomp. I didn't get my stomp. <laughs> I was very upset. Well, no, because... So we didn't get the stomp because Rollins was on... The defense, if you paid attention to this match right from jump, yeah. he was a step ahead of Cody because he knew the moves that Cody was going to go for. So he was going to go for the the gold dust, Dustin Rhodes, fall on his back, uppercut. And he caught that twice. Rollins blocked it twice. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you didn't get the full Falcon Arrow effect either because you got the superplex off the top rope. And then when he went to go for the Falcon Arrow, Cody reversed, reversed it. it. Yeah, So... Um, you had a lot of mind games in this, which is why I personally love the ending of this match. Yeah, the finish was great. Oh, you mean where Cody cheated and held him by his pants? Yeah, so Rollins went for a roll-up to finish the match and held the trunks, and Cody reversed it, and then... Got a little tug on the... Got a little tug in the trunks, got the three, and skedaddled. And it was... So it's going to incense Seth and Rollins. Of course it is. Um... To no challenge end. him a third match, which will most likely be one of our Hell in a Cell matches oh, yeah. in four weeks at Hell in a Cell in Chicago. Now, the only thing I have to ask with this Hell in a Cell match is there is a time to bleed. There is a time for Crimson. This is the time. This is the time for Crimson. This is a blood feud at through and through to its end, mm-hmm. and Cody Bleeds and Cody like bleeds no like nobody else. He bleeds like his father did. He bleeds like Ric Flair did. His matches with Dustin at the very beginning of AEW. Yeah, it's the match that put AEW on the map, mm-hmm. which was Dustin versus Cody. That was the match that 
put AEW on the map. Mm-hmm. So I think if you can get that blood feud, you can get that crimson just a little bit. You don't need a lot to really yeah, add no, it, the... It, it doesn't need to be an over-the-top ECW kind of bleed. No, it just needs to just turn it up. Go yeah. f- go from that like 9 right to the 10, mm-hmm. the way I listen to my music in the car. Um, the next match, which was one of two, in my opinion, P-Break matches, mm-hmm. was uh, Bobby Lashley versus Omos, where Omos gets the W, uh, evens, the, evens the score at 1-1, one and one, um, based on an MVP interruption. Um, MVP hits Bobby with the cane, um, allows him to do the like the face grab choke slam, whatever the hell that is, kind yeah. of thing. It's like a double choke slam. Or yeah, something like it's that. almost something similar to what Kali did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like a big man finisher because you're falling from so high. Yeah. So that's that's the dub for uh, Omos. Yep. The next match was Edge versus AJ Styles. Now. JJ brought this up to me, and I had completely forgotten. This is true WWE long-term storybooking. Because what happened when Edge returned at the Royal Rumble? Didn't AJ eliminate Edge? Nope. Edge hurt AJ's shoulder, and Ed and AJ had to go on the mend. Real injury actually happened. I do remember that. I do remember that I vividly. Don't. Yes. AJ had to be eliminated because if you watch Royal Rumble, he was on the ground lying down for a while and then they eliminated him and it was Edge who hurt him. Then you get into this whole story arc and what happened a couple of weeks ago, kayfabe hurt the attack shoulder. of the shoulder. So this is WWE remembering something, using it from two years ago and then recreating it mm-hmm. and using it in a match spot. In which AJ could not go for the phenomenal forearm. And in order for him to hit the Styles Clash, he needed Edge hung over the rope in order to drape it properly Mm -hmm. to hit him with the Styles Clash. And and that's what Edge's focal point was, was the The shoulder. shoulder, The entire match. match, Running him into the post, running him into the arm bars. Yeah, yeah. that was the focal point of the match. That's exactly where Edge had to attack. Put him in the cross face. Put him in every every possibility. And... Edge was close to tapping at one point with the, the calf, uh, crusher. calf crusher. Wasn't that when Damien came out and distracted? No, no. it was later on in the match. Um, Could, that the was the second calf crusher. Yeah, the second yeah. calf crusher, and then when he was going to go for the phenomenal forearm the f- on the oh no, he was on the top rope. Yeah. He was on the top rope, and Damien, and Damien came out running out, and then Finn came to attack Damien. Yep, and then we had a mysterious figure come out from under the um, in. Push AJ push off, AJ going off. for the phenomenal form. Um, well, off the top rope, he was going for yeah. a top rope move. We don't yeah. know if it was a phenomenal form because he couldn't do the springboard because of his shoulder. Exactly. So he had to he had to change the way it was going. It was going to be like a top rope forearm, probably, or he was going to go. Hopefully, I would love to have seen him do one of those like four fifties he used to do. Yeah, that would have been fun. Regardless, he does get pushed off, and um, Edge puts him in like a cross face kind of sleeper hold, which. Please let Edge continue using that. It's such a good finisher for this version of Edge. Yeah, yeah. He just looks menacing when he's using it. Um, And then then we get the reveal at the end. And I'll let Meredith give this reveal of the mask figure. Well, because we all thought it was Tommaso Ciampa coming up from behind. Well, I thought, and I think Josh thought too, that we all thought it was Tommaso Ciampa. But Mm -mm. as soon as... It's not you, Dave. But as soon as they got up on um the ring 
and I saw the patch on those pants. Josh and David can't confirm. I lost my fucking mind. And Rhea Ripley whipped off the mask and the hood. And I was so goddamn excited because I think all of you know how much I love this woman. And Michaela can even confirm that I peed a little because I was so excited. She did. She texted me and I thought she was going to do two other things besides what she did. But anyways, that's a um, little quip. But this but, girly dyed her hair. She is no longer blonde. She is brown. Oh, black. It's her black. hair is black. Jet black. It's black it's, with the black ages, black lipstick, it, black it, it everything. Is exactly what we need for her character in this group, in this faction. It's exactly what we need. And I remember what you said last night. I think that is the most cheering she's ever gotten. Since she's been on... Main roster. Main roster. She got a lot in NXT. Yeah, she a got ton a ton when she NXT. won the NXT Championship over Shayna. Yes, and I think a she a ton. And I th- and when she won the Royal Rumble. Yeah, she, uh, she's not won the Rumble. How did she get the um, match against Charlotte then? At, uh, at um. Oh no, she was the NXT champion. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Charlotte so took Charlotte won yes. and Charlotte, took against yes. her. She got her title match against. Who did she beat at 36 to win the title? The NXT oh, that's right. Title? No, no, she won the Raw title. She won the Raw from title Asuka. at 36. From Oscar. From Oscar. Yeah. That's, right. that's right. Yeah, but the problem was is her pop was stolen the night before because, because of, of Bianca. Bianca. Because she opened night two. Yeah. But, I mean, you have... She hasn't had that reaction. No, but this is perfect for her. Yeah, it is. This is... She has the the ability to be in a massive fucking star. She does. And she is a massive star, but this is just going to catapult her to even higher stardom. Yeah. There are people that are in the WWE currently, women's wrestlers in the WWE currently, that are still taking that top spot currently. Oh, yeah. We have Charlotte Flair. You have Sasha Banks. You have Becky Lynch. You have a returning Bailey when she comes back. You have Oscar who returns. You have Oscar. But then you have this new breed. You have Rhea. You have Liv. You have Bianca. This NXT crowd. That well, I put Bianca in the top tier. She's a two-time champion now. I I mean like the old. I mean like old and new breed. I'm not saying tiering them. I'm yeah, but saying, I, I wouldn't put Rhea in the top tier right now, and I wouldn't put Liv in the top tier. I'm not putting them in. Oh, t- okay. Like I said, I'm not tiering them. I'm putting them in the brand. Like you have the old guard. Which is currently Charlotte, okay. Sasha, Becky, Bailey, yeah, the four Natalia, woman. even Shayna for that matter. Yeah, I guess. Well, speaking Naomi. Oh, definitely Naomi. Yeah. Speaking of the lovely women of WWE, that brings us to the women's SmackDown Championship from last night. I guess she's moving. Charlotte us on. versus Ronda. I was excited. I mean, that was an incredible match. It, oh, was. it was. It was. It was probably. It was an I quit match. It was probably their best match since their Survivor Series match. It definitely <clears throat> did what their Mania match didn't do, which was I enjoyed a Charlotte Flair match, I, which for me has been a long time coming. Well, I enjoyed actually f- wanting to cheer for Ronda. I actually felt like she was a face in this match. Oh, at, yeah. at Mania, I didn't <laughs> feel like you had a face in the match. I feel in this match you had a face and you had a heel. And it just it worked well. The dynamic was well. The only thing I didn't like was every time Ronda hit the floor or Charlotte hit the floor. Yeah. 
do you quit? Yeah, that was really just annoying. Passing the mic around. It was just, no, like, wait until they get them in a predicament where they, they need could. to say I quit. Mm-hmm. It's just really what it boiled down to. Um, I like it went out into the crowd. I like there was callbacks to Sasha versus Charlotte. Yeah, with the with the um the wrenching on the uh stairs. Which I feel like that was done at the garden. I can't remember where that was done. It might have been the garden. I don't remember <clears> where it was done though. Because be I think I remember that match. Yeah, the I one remember where she too. first won the title. Yeah. I mean, my favorite point of that whole match is when Charlotte goes, Happy's Mother's Day to Rhonda, and then Rhonda flips it. And, and she says, Charlotte. I was hoping you said that, bitch. Yeah, and then Charlotte and then says, absolutely I quit. wrenches her arm, yeah. which kayfabe, um, she has a fractured radial Radius, bone. yeah, whatever it is. But, but in reality. Right, hand therapy. But in reality. How long's the sh- rehab time on that? I hate you. <laughs> Technically, if she actually did break her radius, you're the one who brought this into it. If she did break her radius and had surgery and had hardware, she can't do strengthening, like actual dumb strengthening, not her wrestling shit for six weeks. And then maybe in three months or four, she could actually go back to going to the gym. Rumble. <laughs> no. Rumble return. <laughs> could no. be. But the reason why Charlotte is getting written off TV is because she is going to go get married to Andrade, which congratulations to the both of them. Good on them. Yeah, good on them. The, Andrade, uh, keep your name. I know. Andrade uh, no. Andrade El be Flair. a flair. <laughs> Do not. Be a flair. Andrade El Flair. Um, oh, the next match was Madcap Moss versus Baron Corbin. Dumb. Which Madcap was getting... He was getting such a great reaction from he the was. crowd. He was, and I enjoyed the match for what it was, which is just get Madcap a win, and mm-hmm. who better to beat than Corbin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Corbin's always just kind of been that guy. Corbin's been the one to beat. Yeah. Well, we could say. Well, we were when they were doing the pre-show, and Madcap Moss was out talking to Booker T and all those people. The whole crowd was still chanting for Madcap, and that was even before the match. I love Madcap. They loved Madcap. I I enjoy him. I think he's. I think he's um, very well portrayed. I like the suspenders. Yeah. Yeah. Love the suspenders guy. I'm a suspenders guy. I love him. Um, But happy he got the win. Um, I would have liked to have seen him like get a decisive win with maybe hitting. Corbin with the end of days that would have been kind of cool. I want King Corbin yeah. back. <clears throat> I don't want King Corbin. I don't want back. King Corbin. I like I Happy Corbin. Corbin. No, I like the Happy Corbin. I like I like um I like the King we have right now, King Woods. King Woods. King, um, King it was Xavier. Sad that we didn't um, see King Woods. You know what? Now that now that he's lost to Madcap Moss, is he going to be mildly infuriated, Corbin? Or is he going to be depressed, Corbin? Annoyed, Corbin. He's. I think he's going to just... Deranged, Corbin? Yeah. He's going to start teetering a little bit. He's going to start teetering a little bit. Downfall, Corbin? Possibly. They change they change his name like the fucking snap of a finger, so might as well. Main event time. Six-man tag match. For a six-man tag match to main event at pay-per-view. Well, no, I'm... This is an amazing match. It was an amazing match. Um, I just feel like the um, women's match should have been invented. There was a title. There was a title yeah. on the line. It should have been the headline. That would have been a great way to win. I just to finish. I don't think you talked about bookends when we started the show. Mm-hmm. I feel the energy of the first match and the energy of the last match 
mirrored each other so well. Mm -hmm. And I don't think the energy of the women's title match, as good as it was, mirrored what we got in the first match. Yeah, and I mean... Go ahead. I can agree with switching the main event with the women's match because of how the match finished. Not that it was a bad finish, but if how the, I th- how I thought they would finish the match would have happened, then I would have understand a complete finish. And we'll get to that when we get to the to the finish. Um I thought the faces were going to go over. I didn't. I thought so. Not even not even an inkling. That flippy flop flip. But, all right, so but fa- that's it. It doesn't have to do with him. It didn't have to do with Orton. It had to do with McIntyre. So faces go over, right? Faces that, go that, over a- by McIntyre, Claymoring Roman Reigns. That would have been phenomenal. Okay. So you've been building all this for Roman for for well over two years now, mm-hmm. right? And you're gonna let him get beat by one Claymore? Yeah. Too soon. He gets RKO twice and then gets Claymored. He did eat an RKO, and then he still came back. Superman punched Irinagi through a table, spear to end the match. Roman Reigns has to be the final ball. He is Super Bowser. That's who he is. He's not even Bowser. He's Super Bowser. Exactly. That's who he is. So, as much as it would have been nice for the faces to go over, there wasn't a there wasn't a way to make it happen seamlessly. Mm-hmm. The seamless way for this match to end was for Riddle to eat the fall. Yeah, because he, he did. Because especially with how Randy was getting reactions. Oh, man. The Everybody place was, was cheering on fire Randy so Randy loud. Orton. And he was eating it up after... I don't even know if the camera showed no, it. No, it was off. still recording it. No, that was off. Oh, it was off. So basically, at the end of the show, Randy just kept standing on top of the turnbuckles and eating up everybody cheering his name. Notice he how he even, got caught by Abigail? Yes. Yes. He even held up Drew McIntyre's sword. Yep. It was great. He got a cut on it. The he, energy he was amazing. Kind of shook his hand yeah. like he got a cut. Yep. Yep. To keep that sword real sharp. Hey. Great on him. Um, I like the fact that Riddle ate the pinfall because it goes back to the contract signing when Riddle was fed the contract by Roman Reigns. So again, good storytelling, keeping it flowing very nicely. Um, and Riddle just was the energizer bunny in this match. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was. He I think, never stopped. I think he spent. I think at least sixty-five percent. He was tagged in for sixty-five percent of this match. At least. At least. And if he wasn't tagged in, he was still doing stuff On in and around the ring. The yeah. ring. So um, he didn't have a lot of rest time. No. Um, but like you said. Pay-per-view was bookended very nicely. Strong match to open, strong match to close. Very good core. Couple of good um, tweener matches to mm-hmm. allow you if you need to use the restroom or get your concessions. Get uh, water for our tired throats from screaming. Yeah, you can definitely hear that in my voice. So oh, I feel fine. That well, hot, sexy, scratchy voice. Let's get back to the four questions that you posed at the beginning of the show. So it was match of the night. Match of the night. Spot of the night, spot surprise of the night, performer of the night, and low point. Because, I mean, you can't all just be positive. Can I go first? Because it was my first live show. Yes. Go right ahead. <laughs> so, the best match of the night for me was Charlotte and Rhonda. Okay. Because I really like the I Quit match. Okay. And I think it goes without saying that my favorite spot surprise was Rhea Ripley. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Pick on me. I can tell up. 
Yes, I know, Michaela. Everybody knows. Um, <laughs> and then what was the third one? Uh, performer. Spot p- performer. So my favorite performer, just because of how they can sell the match, was definitely Riddle. Okay. <laughs> and then man. low spot. My low spot is Bobby versus Almost. I'm kind of sick of the Almost am- angle at this point. I know he's building him up for the Niger... What they call him? The Nigerian... Nigerian giant. The Nigerian giant. But I- I'm just... I was already sick of Bobby Lashley, and now I'm sick of the Bobby Lashley and the almost. Bobby. I was sick of Bobby. Bobby's unbelievable. Oh, Bobby is so we great. all know that I'm a huge fan of the women's league right yeah, now. Yeah, of course. But like, I do love the Edge AJ stuff that's going on, and another few of the men's stuff that's going on. But I digress. So my match of the night was Seth Cody. Okay. Just because it was a pure wrestling match. Okay. Spot of the night. Or surprise. Spot or surprise. Spot or surprise. Honestly, I was a huge fan of the women's finish. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I loved the Rhea surprise. Absolutely amazing. But Meredith gets that one. She can take that one. I loved the finish. The I was hoping you'd say that bitch and just snaps her arm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Low spot of the night. (laughs) Can I say the end? <laughs> I feel like that's acceptable, um, right, Dave? No, I'll agree with, in particular, Omos going over. I wanted Lashley to go 2 0 in that series. Okay. I wanted him to keep winning over Omos. Okay. And then, performer, performer of the night, it's easily Matthew Riddle. Okay. Wow, we got two votes for Matt Riddle. It's okay. the flip flop. <laughs> you just said Dave's going to come in and fuck that all up. <laughs> well, I am. <laughs> I is. am. Because, so my my match of the night um, is goes Edge AJ. Um, storytelling, I feel like out of the WrestleMania rematches that we had, I think that was the best of the WrestleMania rematches. And it's known as WrestleMania Backlash for a reason. So it should be some repercussions over what happened on right, Mania. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, Cody, Cody was great again. Uh, the crowd popped for Cody. You had the dueling chance of Cody and Rollins. So, um, but we even I'm, had it on our own line. Yeah, we did with uh, Lexi chanting for Rollins, which was awesome. Meredith chanting for Rollins. You and I chanting for Cody, and hey, she Julie, keeps yeah. slapping me. Yeah, yeah. stop chanting <laughs> for Cody. Stop yep. chanting for Cody. Literally, me and Lexi cheered on freaking Rollins. These two douche uh-uh, canoes are three, chewing on Cody. Three douche canoes. Julian I'm not calling Julian a douche canoe. Well, uh, he's adorable. He's my son, so <laughs> I get away with it. And I'm, and I'm just sitting there smacking Josh's hand. Oh, down. Lexi was doing the same thing. And then, um. The the boy man, I don't know what the frick he was next to us, uh, laughing at me as I'm whacking Josh's hand down. I'm like, if you actually had, I want to be like, if you actually had a girlfriend, she'd probably be doing the same thing. Oh, that's so rude. Wow. That's not nice. I don't even have a girl. I don't even have a girlfriend. Dang. What's that supposed to mean? Yeah, shots fired for no reason. Oh, what are you gonna say now? That's huh? fucked up. Yeah. Huh? Huh? Wow, it's fucked up. Yeah, okay, eat a Kit Kat. Yeah, maybe Kit Kat. Crunch. Um, <laughs> need a break? Have a Kit Kat. Yeah. So, um, as far as the spot or surprise of the night was the ending to the Cody match. Oh, the roll-up. I love the roll-up. A lot of people weren't happy about the roll-up. I was. I like the way that it was a face using a heel tactic just because the heel got caught using the heel tactic. So, it worked well. A performer of the night... Um, Randy Orton. Mm. Randy Orton was the performer of the night. He soaked up everything. Like, 
he took so much time in his walkout, and it was just like everybody just kept feeding him and feeding him and feeding him. Um, and the low spot to me, it'd have to be Omos at um, Lashley. And the reason why it's a low spot for me is because we're talking about Lashley, who was world champion not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And he's now doing this Omos feud, which is fueled by MVP. MVP, which I don't mind. I just want to see Lashley back in the title picture. Yeah, I agree. I'd exactly. like to see him back at the top. He's a two-timer, right? He's a two-time champion yes. at this point. Yeah, yeah. two-time champion now. So, But I think that wraps it up. Yeah, that does wrap up this short episode of Doink and Doink Connection. It was longer than we expected it to be, but we still had quite a bit to go over. Yep. If you guys do want to follow us on our social medias, we are at Double Doink Network on Instagram. You can also follow all of our personals. I am at TheJ Ald. Meredith, you are at? MareBear2796. David is at? Laufen underscore Dave underscore 84. Michaela is at? I'm at Mickey... Two wise underscore sixteen. And don't worry. Eventually she will be more involved in these conversations. I will, I will. And don't, don't worry. worry. And don't worry. In the Instagram post, I will put my favorite moment of backlash. Of course you will. In oh, the we thing. all know what it's gonna yeah, be. She will. I can picture She's it. She's so mind. hot. If you she guys want to find us on all your favorite streaming platforms, we are available on Apple Music, Spotify, uh, Podbean, Stitcher. Uh, Apple, I said Apple Music yeah. already. Yeah, you did. Um, you didn't say Pod Radio, Pod Uranus, Pod Pluto. Can we yeah. be on YouTube? You eventually, that eventually. TikTok? we'll be on there Ooh, yes, eventually. We God, we'll, I have such good we will TikTok be launching ideas. a TikTok soon enough. Um, we will be on multiple social media. opens up so many paths. We, are, we are back on Twitter as well. Michaela is running the Double Doink Twitter, so if you guys want to follow us over there, you can chit chat with her over there. I also did a good job running the Instagram Meredith story is, last night. Meredith's running the Instagram quite a bit. Dave and I are kind of just chilling on whatever. Like Women I, power. I'm kind of just <laughs> zoned in right now with my He's adventures, which we'll get into. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, of course, this has been a Double Doink Network production. I have been Josh. I have been Dave. I have been Meredith. I have been Michaela. And we've got two words for you. Doinks out. Backlash. WrestleMania backlash would be two words. I didn't do anything. <laughs> Doinks out. Doinks out. Doinks out. <laughs>